Before we get into this week's episode, uh, we want to thank our listeners for all their support. Be sure to follow us on all social media on Instagram and Twitter and on my grown TP and our Facebook page on my grown the podcast and our YouTube on my grown the podcast. And don't forget to listen to catch our website on onmygrown.com. Listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Live tweet an episode or just talk about our, our, our show using the hashtag OMGTP. If you really want to show us support, leave a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us get more exposure to more people so they can discover us. And if you're enjoying the episode, don't be stingy. Share it with your friends and help us grow. Finally, email us with any questions you have about adulthood and life in general. As we launch a new segment called Ask an Adult. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie and I will, an- uh, will answer your questions or get real answers from real adults. Thank you so much. Yeah, enjoy. You are now tuned in to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast with your co-host, Rodney Boyd. And I'm another co-host, actually. I um, My name is Molly Mitchell, and uh, I'm feeling really weird today. I just want to be like... I'm going to be honest. Like <laughs> I need to stay up. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, today's Sunday. I'm thinking about going back to work. Well, I'm not, so... I'm just kind of blown. <laughs> it's good to be I wish blown. I had a job go to on Monday. And not want to go to. It is blessed to have a place of it is. To it go. really is. Honestly, it's kind of lit though over in this side because I'm just waiting on God to show out, and I just that's the only thing I'm really holding on to. But we're not gonna talk about me. But this. you know, sometimes <laughs> that God's uh, what they say, God's uh, rejection, man's rejection is God's protection. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, maybe uh, as your sister had told us in um, the business episode, you know, people didn't cancel the orders on her, and she sold it for three times as much. Maybe you meant to make more. Or maybe you meant to be somewhere where you could have a bigger impact. Or maybe you meant to have your own. I receive it. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tired. Don't I'm fatigued. Don't you play with God and yawn on him as I give you his words. God made me yawn. I don't time my yawns. He made me do that. Mm-mm. But, you I know. But, you know, the confirmation. So, I'm just. I'm going to be transparent. I don't really care. Because um, if y'all listen, y'all might be able to find me something. So, like, I was really hoping for a job. I can't even listen to her about talking about movies anymore. She don't have a job. Right. Like, <laughs> She's not, she can't be grown. She ain't got a job. But no, but it's real. It's a real yeah. thing that people go through. Just, you know, getting laid off, contracts, ending, whatever. So I've been in this job limbo for a while. And I was, been working with this company, you know, talking to them, communication with them for like a month or so. Like mid I had just gotten back from L.A. when I first started contacting them. And got to round like three interview process. And they said I didn't have enough skills, even though it's entry level. I have enough skills. I don't know what. It, they found my Twitter then that'll be the logical explanation, and I get it. They found this podcast, then I understand. But you're not going to sit here and tell me I don't have the technical skills for this type of job. But um, it's crazy. The same day this happened, not saying that this is funny or anything, but the job is in Alpharetta, and the way I would get there is 85. And the same the same day that I got rejected for the job, the entire expressway blew up. So, What did I say? That's that's honestly God. That's really God because that would be my route to work. And if not, if I went another way, four (laughs) a.m. to get there on time for real. So God was like, I can give you a job right there in Lithonia. I can give you a job on Wesley Chapel, like maybe remote again. Or you and I need I need some human interaction. I can't. I would be went crazy. That's like not even to make light of uh, Khalil. I'm like that's like the solitary confinement work. Like doing that every day, you really go crazy. But well. Real quick, 85 South, let's talk about it. Like, Yeah, current events, that is crazy. They say, um, they said they didn't know what happened. Then they said that some homeless men high off crack cocaine did it. And I was talking to my friend. They was like, then she was like, I don't believe that. And she told me why. And I was like, huh, that's a good point. Because, like, how could they start something 
like the the fact that um they were already monitoring the area and like had redirected traffic under the bridge or something like that because of the what did they have under there like PVC the wires pipes. and the and the pipe yeah yeah pvc they were already there. monitoring it it was already like overheating and then it eventually blew up so it's like the the homeless people didn't have the power to do something like that okay so you're saying before the fire even started they knew that it was hot basically okay. they knew it was prone to some type of accident yeah um so we have a lot of listeners that are not from um atlanta uh, but just to kind of explain, I, maybe I assume you all have seen it on the news, yeah, but a, a major story. highway, I-85 I- South, um, it, initially there was a fire underneath it, and that fire then caused a huge section of the bridge just to collapse mm-hmm. and fall from under, uh, fall from out of it. And it's just really wild because that's how so many, you know, currently a lot of people who they live in the city or a lot of people work. Out of, they live out out of the city, work in the city, or vice versa. It's a way for a lot of people to get to places. I mean, that's a, right. a common area too. That's right over there by Piedmont. When you want to go to Wet Willies, or yeah. you going to um, cap, not Cafe Circus, Cirque Lounge, all that stuff is over there. I get out that exit all the time, and it's crazy because when I saw the news, I'm like, I know exactly where it is because it was such a clean fall. And every time I'm driving over there on 85, trying to get to Lennox or wherever, I yeah. feel the little ridges like every. 20 feet uh, like the and those are the squares that just went one of the squares just fell down it's almost like tiles or something yeah so that was crazy because someone's like oh that was man-made because look how it fell so clear i'm like but if you driven over that you can see how it could fall right. just straight down right. like that i think i used to live over that way yeah i did actually it's um, wild. And people live there so yeah. i'm sure they had to evacuate too because that smoke was like black it was really almost demonic and like apocalyptic to me but i don't want to get too revelations on y'all Dang. today <laughs> You know, they've been saying these the last days for a while. So, I mean. But um, to Melanie's earlier point, you know, uh, first there were, one, there was no fatalities or injuries. So let's just thank God. God. Um, And so, you know, a lot of people were like, yo, this is fishy. Like, first people were like, first people were speculating. They do have, they've made, they've arrested three people. I think it was two men and a woman. And a woman. Probably, the yeah, people. and they were saying that um, got to blame somebody. They said that they started the fire and they lit a shopping cart on fire or something like that, right? And then people were like, "It's people were saying like it was like midday afternoon. It was like seventy degrees that day, and so it was like, well, why would homeless people need to start a fire? It, like it wouldn't even a point that to stay warm, right? At that point, and then they were like, well, we believe they might have been smoking crack cocaine. It was like. All right, now. homeless. I mean, how much is crack room for these days? I don't oh, really know the the Nasdaq prices of the of but crack. But it was just, just kind of like, oh, the old crack cocaine thing. Like you it know? was a crackhead. Yeah. We didn't do it. Oh, okay, I'll you take. Know. I mean, at first I was like, but then was, I really thought about I'm like the man. Right. <laughs> you know, what I thought about uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> that is a conspiracy just like 9-11. To a degree, but in all seriousness, I feel like the same read did it. Because <laughs> I'm about to go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, he said y'all didn't want to expand MARTA, but we are. We like we recently voted to expand MARTA. But I mean, that Kasim going to catch a catch a word of what you just said. What are you, you going to do? Sue the pants. What are you going to do? Sue your pants up. Oh, I, I mean, it's a joke, but... You know, you, I'm playing. It was, but like we've said, it's it's weird that that just kind of blew up and fell. And Nobody so, was hurt. Yeah, so definitely yeah. some fishy stuff going on. But in Trump's America, it's like the least of our worries right now. <laughs> right, because they might impeach the president, which is why. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm just like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> 
do it. <laughs> I mean, this is, they've been saying this since November 9th. So I'd be, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think Because they've his, had plenty of receipts to do it, and they still haven't done it. But I think one of his men, Flynn, the guy who got in trouble for contacting Russia, he, like, I think they were saying, like, he was willing to talk to make a deal. Stitches so. get stitches. I mean, but at the same time, yeah, we get rid of Trump, but we need all them out. Everybody, yeah, needs it's a, it's a let's just do a whole <laughs> clean sweep. Everybody, it's, it's let, let Hillary come in, get us some new wigs, some suits, and stuff. It's a line of just you bad. have the um have the Nene boys in there to welcome her. We can have like a little Nene session for her to the walk only, into the presidency. <laughs> the only thing that would be positive if Trump leaves and the people after him is you just won't have a president who's tweeting all the time. Like, how do you tweet more than me? I tweet a lot. Right. Right. How he get his job and they found they had his Twitter. And I'm over here. Right. Jobless. How you not qualified? Trump ain't never worked a day in government in his life. That should have been my email. Excuse me. Right. You guys saying nah, I don't know. That's not how that works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um it's kind of I'll make your company great again, trust me. <laughs> I can assure you. But um probably voted for him. Anything else in current events? Current events, current events, current events. Um, bridge. Uh, Families having their elections. We had a little delay in um, recording today because I was watching the pageant. She was like, I was like, she was like, we just, I'm going to watch five more minutes of it and then we're going to be done. Hour later. Hold on. I'm going to say, I wanted to see the talents. Then like the formal section was going faster than I expected. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't really care about the Mr. and Miss. Um, Got mentees running, Neos running. So, I mean, for Mr. FAMU, of course, you know, shout out to Oz wanting to win. And then for Miss FAMU, I'm torn because I'm like Neo Minty, so I'm like I'm just staying out of it. I'm, I'm rooting for everyone. Either way, family's going to be set in good hands. Yeah, family's going to be in good hands. Either way it goes with this leadership, as far as Mister and Miss, because I don't really know the other kids. They want Hollywood, right? But what does a Mister and Miss do for any school? Not just family, like recruitment for us. Like that's the biggest thing. It's like what that's do you mean what by makes recruitment. Like she, when students come to visit, they see her. Well, we go. We don't go. You guys don't go on recruitment trips and bring I don't the court. Know. I'm not. Well, I know at FAMU, we have recruitment trips. We go to high schools. They they do, like, a school tour, spring break. They go to, like, a bunch of different schools in Florida. Or, like, when we have away games, we'll go to, like, in D.C. or in Orlando or in... That's smart. I don't like, know if my house does it. And it's, like, a big... Like, we go to the convention centers. Like, we have the court. We have presidential ambassadors. We have something called Family Connections. So, it's, like, former arts. And they do, like, a little... A musical about FAMU, FAMU to come to get people to come to school. So it's like a big deal. I know why we have it, but it's not people, you know, during campaign act like you need the longest resume. I feel like you should be well-rounded. I've been a church deacon for five years. <laughs> but it's like you're really not doing nothing but bringing stuff to the school. And like a lot of people's platform points aren't even feasible to do. So That's it's like. worse about elections, period. Like, so I'm like, you're not going to sit here and give me these BS because I want Beyonce to be in every dorm to welcome, like. You can't do that. Right. So let's not even try to be. We're gonna lock. We're gonna put fence a gate around the uh, this campus because we're tired of getting robbed on campus. Nah, they're not gonna let you do that, bro. No, I mean, but we, um, you know, we can't have a gate because our campus is one too big. For me, this is the first year that I no longer see election stuff on my timeline. So I'm. I don't think I'll ever get to that point. I'm very excited. I'm never gonna not see it. So I'm always gonna be drug in. My phone always gonna ring around November. <sighs> what? What's your thing? You need a better hashtag. No, I'm need. Mm-mm. Are you? Uh, you should monetize that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm top. Hey, I could come up with ca- hashtags for a living. I can do that. I think that's the job. Like, I don't. I'm gonna have to do something. 
I'm trying to help you, man. I'm going to start helping work on 85 soon. <laughs> That's going to be my next <laughs> gig. Just see Melody out there. Hey, y'all. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be out there working on the highway, that. mixing concrete. Right. They say it's going to take about 38 weeks or something, so it's a good year's pay. Golly. Yeah, y'all going to be sick. Ooh, um, geez. but that's why I'm glad I stay out here. <laughs> anyway, but um, so this week, yeah, we are too grown for not just enjoying life, um, just yes, living sir. life. And uh, yesterday we celebrated. Well, this past Saturday, you yeah, gonna listen to this on Tuesday. The first, yeah, the first. Um, Rodney celebrated his birthday. So yes, thank you, thank you. Please, please more. Keep going. I'm only being nice because please, no, keep you know, clapping. No, that see no, now more. that you're kind of milk it, <laughs> the claps. I'm shutting the whole operation now. But yeah, he turned twenty five, so go him. Yeah. Um, I was late, had some engagements yeah, to attend. Uh, Algie Smith said, sent his regards, right? Um, to my see, no one's gonna bring that up, but I did uh, meet him. No, it, it, it's funny because when I meet people, it's like all the oh my god goes away. So it's like oh, it's weird. But anyway, now you just made it weird. Cause now I feel weird. Um, shout out to Lindsay for being my plug this weekend. That was lit. Yeah, um, send the podcast to Algie. No. And not like he's like, oh, green dress. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> but um, so hey, yeah, I did. Check out my podcast. <laughs> no, you know it's funny because I was talking. And I was like, yeah, because I'm about to go to my podcast co-host. Um, <laughs> you just you gotta plug it. Something. I like the way you did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you just gotta yeah, you just gotta plug it. Something you just gotta you know put yourself on. But it was fun though. I um, I met some people from the shit. I didn't want to bring it up because I feel like oh. I'm being weird about it you know i don't want to because be what you said in previous episodes and then like people would assume that you actually did those things and then that's another thing it's because with me like you i didn't meet keith so i did meet keith i didn't meet keith but i've never i've seen everybody but keith that's the funny part maybe he knows to avoid you maybe like i've seen i've, I've met Brashear, elijah woody uh algae luke i've never laid eyes on keith and maybe that's you know god's will and I just have God, to accept protection. God knows. Um, and so with me, like I, I talk so much trash, and I and I talk so much on Twitter, and I you know laugh because if I meet because you know Chris, but then I like actually meet these people. I just have to realize my life, and it's like I'm gonna be in the same. Like, oh, Chance don't find them like sitting right next to Chance, and I was like, next to his baby mother, right? <laughs> Her. He's like, yeah, because if I if I see Chance, I'm going to do a split. <laughs> and it's like, so what happened to the split you was going to do? Because right. I saw your tweet. Right. No, I know I who you are. I saved it. I favored it. Here's a screenshot. <laughs> so now it's all weird, but you know you're not going to do that in real life. <laughs> you, and like, well, Chance, I'm not even in split attire. <laughs> so, like, I can't do the split that I said I was going to do. Um, meanwhile, that was a very PG-13 version of things. But, yeah, like, when I, I j- laugh and joke, but you – it's crazy. Like, I know how to keep my composure because I've had to be around famous people and, like, be professional. But, like, women really be on that with celebrities. Like, on that. I believe it. It's crazy. But, you know, I was racist, right? And I know Jesus, yeah. so, you know, you have to worry about me. Right. Shout out to Sean. Uh, right. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Rodney, for bringing that up and making it weird. But, um, so you went to karaoke. It was fun. I don't know. Ronnie thought he was Bobby Brown I last to, night. I don't know if he did some cocaine. I, I got there late, so maybe I missed the cocaine. You missed the cocaine part of the oh, party. Dang, yeah. y'all didn't save me none. There's <laughs> big nostrils in there. Nah, we didn't do cocaine, people. <laughs> I am. I don't endorse drugs. I don't mess with drugs. My body's a temple. But um, <laughs> April first. Okay. I mean, I had some alcohol. April first is at, is my actual birthday. 
Um, so it was dope that it was on a Saturday this year, and I could like celebrate on the day. My birthday like on a Tuesday. That's T. And you know, like unlike women who celebrate all month long or all week long, like I just needed one day, and it was hard to get people. It was almost hard to get people come out for that. Not hard to get them to come out, but it was a lot to. Or it wasn't even that much to organize. All right, I'll stop complaining. I'm like, like we was there, was right? Yeah, we were having a good time. I don't know, but uh, we did karaoke. Yeah, at- cupcakes. We had to had several several delicious. You cupcakes. had I, you had a gamut of cupcakes, right. half a dozen at least. Um, shout out to Rita. Yeah, shout out to Rita for the cupcakes. Um, we did karaoke at this place called Karaoke Melody that had private rooms, and that was my biggest thing. Like, I, I wanted to do karaoke, but I wanted it to be an experience where like my guests wouldn't feel weird about performing and we can have a good night and have some memories so but having a private room it was just dope like it's very nice little room had a little stage um and even like some tables and it had a dope selection of songs we had a lot of songs we did all black stuff no no we did some we did making my way downtown i think you missed that missed that um we did a whole new world uh, we did some Backstreet Boys, some NSYNC. So we, we, we had a good little mixture. But it was uh, funny. Your white friend was doing the white song. I don't have no white friends in there. The white boy. Oh. My line brother. <laughs> oh, that's your line brother? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, no. I, I was like, okay, diversity. I'm not watching. I be forgetting he white. <laughs> you, ow, he did all the white stuff. I did not know that. Because I, I didn't get a chance to get introduced. I just walked in. Oh, and yeah, everybody was yeah, already yeah. in full swing and drunk. I'm just like, oh, well, I'm just filing. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. I did not know that was your line, Dang, I, I be, thought that was like I a co-worker be, or something. <laughs> you forget he's white? I be forgetting Boris. Boris is my line brother. He's my four on uh, my line. And um, went to Morehouse, graduated from Morehouse with us. And, that is uh, hilarious. They've been with, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we had a black, like, no, nah, like. You really was like, what white person? I'm like, <laughs> like bro, who, who, the white person. who snuck in? <laughs> what, <laughs> but. Um, oh, that's so funny. But I had a blast. Like, I've been, like, I've always wanted to, like, I, I enjoy performing. He was on all of them people furniture. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, what, like, what did I miss before I got here? Because, well. And it was singing terribly. I went back and listened to, like, some of the video recording. I thought I sounded better than I did. And I listened yes. to my snaps. I was like, Whoa. bro, what? <laughs> I saw kudos to them on the acoustics for me not being able to hear how terrible I sound. Because I was hitting them notes. <clears throat> In my me. mind, I was killing the dog. I played it back. I was like, who? No, that, um, and I'm telling you, almost took me out. Like, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't even do the last note. I was like, I really, I don't think I'm going to be able to get through the night. You have a whole new respect for Vocalist, artists. Yeah. After you try to sing their song, and I was acting a fool. I'm running up and in, in the down the middle Imagine of the Beyonce room. Beyonce with handheld mic, yeah. full choreography. And you're like, oh my God, why does this song have so many words? It's so long, right? Like, uh, and also in the club, they never play the whole song. So oh, you're right. You're not. Used you get to you a good the... chorus. Like it's one song they play in Tallahassee's um, "Can't F with the South" by Trick Daddy. They only play the intro and the first verse. They never get to the chorus. Anybody want to M F and die? Come see I who me D double D. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, my son. I'm. Did you do that, yes, No, 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 no. No, Trick Daddy, I should have done some Trina. You know, I don't think I was with enough people who would appreciate Trina. It wasn't enough Florida girls in the room. You know, my biggest regret from yesterday is I didn't do Poison, and I did a disservice to BBD. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You should have worn that. It's really BBD-ish. Oh, I had a velour sweatsuit on yesterday. Full velour sweatsuit. Was it velour? It was velour. I didn't get a, the full velour effect, but I, I'm not surprised. She said my velour wasn't premium velour. 
That's what she's I trying mean, to say. I don't know. I just... Right. But, Maybe uh, you should have had a zipper. If you had a zipper, I could have got... a zipper right here. No, like... Like a... Oh, in the... No, it wasn't that. It was like a cool... Like a current cool. I still think, you know... I would have been like, oh, that's velour. Instead oh, of, she wanted an old 2000. He got like, a, uh, a two-piece on. I thought platinum, you had a white. Platinum fubu joint. You betcha. The silver. Nah, I, I, I got an updated one. So anyway, but yeah, we had a great time, man. And so I shout out to all my friends that came out. Um, we're going to do karaoke again because it was a blast. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it because yeah. we got to, you know, we're going to be here for a while today. Um, so, we're going to talk about, I'm going to be the Katie Couric of this podcast, and I'm going to talk to Rodney about 25 <coughs> things that make him him, and then I'm going to talk my trash in between, mm-hmm. and we're going to discuss. Um, so, the first five things we're going to ask, what five movies make you, you? My five, my favorite five movies. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, A Low Down Dirty Shame, starring starring Keenan Ivory. Top five, Jada Pinkett. Uh, you know, it was crazy. It's like you ever look at old movies and like read their reviews or how they were received on like Wiki or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was trash. <laughs> but all the movies that had the worst reviews, like Pootie Tang, uh, right? Love. It's made, culturally they they Norbit. Just so, a low down dirty shame. I don't know. It's class. It, it's it's a old, it's a old black Good exploitation. Morning, shame. Like me and my family. Like I was raised on. Don't get mad at me because you got caught speed. <laughs> oh, peaches! Please give me a box of relaxer <laughs> and, and make sure you got mouth. Because last time, time you got, got me super girl. <laughs> like I can quote, and you know, women died like months after the movie was made. Like he yeah. died like he had AIDS, I believe. Dang. Yeah. So, like, one day I was like, I wonder what Raymond doing now. Like, looked up at my IMDb. I'm like, <gasps> Raymond, but not. <laughs> He's probably one of the best movie characters in history. Uh, Jada Pink. Oh, my God. Jada Pinkett, when she punched that soap opera character in the face in, the, in public, that's something I would do. But hold on. How fine 90s Jada Pinkett was. She that was, was her finest. I feel like peak fine. I don't think she was finer than anything else. Like, the 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 woo. braid bob didn't let her do okay woo remember woo <laughs> woo I, I woo man terrible but <laughs> that's probably some of the worst booty call was one of the worst like Tommy Davidson not Tommy Davidson yeah Tommy, yeah, Tommy Davidson. Davidson I thought I said Dave Allen Gray. Tommy Davidson was in some of the worst movies but they be good and it's country a got you crazy Joanna man what he's really a talented artist. Okay, right. five, seven. Okay, but uh, okay, moving on. Coming to America. Uh, actually, no. Number four, Creed. Um, so relatively new, but okay. yeah, no, nah, 2015. So uh, it's like they basically took uh, the Rocky story and made it a black boxer. This made it the son of Apollo Creed. His name is Adonis Creed, and um, Michael B. Jordan is starring in it. Mm. Um, I watch that when I get home. I Probably. forget the woman who played. Um, I know her. She's about to be in Thor. Yeah. My girl. My my sis. I love her. Yeah. You know her. Dear White People, um, Mississippi Dam. She, I mean, she's on the Sis. Yeah. Like, uh, what's her name? That's my girl. She, I know her name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but we know uh, her. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, Felicia Rashad, uh, Sylvester Stallone. To me, this is like. Robbed when, of an Oscar, by the way. Who? The movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if Michael B. Jordan was robbed, but definitely the writer, director. He did that. And then he got, like, being that fine and being able to stay in character is, like, a talent. So, 
But overall, uh, just an amazing story. I think it talks about so much with black manhood in a way movies have have not done in a long time or if ever. And mm-hmm. at that moment, anything it, it, after I saw Creed, I said any movie Ryan Coogler is attached to, I want to see. Black Panther. So Black Panther, I'm excited. He's making that blackity black 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 black. So, like the blackityest of the blackity black. He was like black actor. Come on, I got a role for you. Black. I'm surprised um, Clifton Powell in it because that will, if Clifton Powell, Jennifer Lewis, and Loretta Devine are in the movie, that'll he's got to have it'll uh, officially be the Kimberly at least in there crying. She's got to cry for Wakanda. <laughs> yes, we got to have Jack and Harry got to be in it. She got to be like a assistant, a secretary, or like an auntie. <laughs> we need no. You know who need to be in it? Who? Cicely Tyson. <laughs> she need to be like the first black panther. We As some... the wise uh, <laughs> sage. I was the first black the female elder. panther back in Tyler Perry. Eighteen twenty-three. But uh, yeah, so I love Creed. I think every I, I, to me that's a movie like I would sit down and talk with like young black kids with, and, like mm-hmm. kind of work through some things. But uh, okay, moving on. Coming to America. I, that goes without saying. I don't even need to have a paragraph on that. It's... Coming to America. And I don't think they'll make a sequel. I hope they don't make a sequel. They don't need to. Because that's who's going to ruin it. Like, that'll just t- turn. That's how I feel about them making a Bad Boys 3. It's been like, my Martin little cousin needed, was a baby when it came out. Martin needed to lose weight. <laughs> Martin got to get We ain't seen Martin in a while, either. So it's like, we don't need it. Will ain't as fine as he's I never thought he would lose his fine. But, like, you not going to be as fine. I don't think Will Smith, was, that's when he was at his peak fine, too. Will Smith in Bad Boys 2, when he had that suit on. It's not. I could watch Bad Boys Two every day. That would probably. I personally like Bad Boys One better. What Bad Boys Two? That was just visually pleasing plot. That's probably one of my favorite movies to just enjoy. Like I'll mm. never get sick of. It's right. been fifteen years, and I'm like, let's put that in. Like the Haitians, the dreads, and the scenes. Traffic was awful. I remember that day. Like when they were shooting, and oh, I think they were shooting yeah, yeah. fast and too fast, too furious at the same time too. Mm. All right. So coming to America, time is classic. Number two. Boomerang. We got some favorite. You talking about nineties? Halle Berry. Oh my lord! That shortcut. She just make you wanna. She just make you wanna come home. Cause love would have brought you love home. Brought you home last, last night. night. Um, I mean, just a just. I mean, Martin's character. You had David Allen. You had pops from the Wayne's brothers in there, just acting a fool. Just you got coordinate. And, you know, just a, a dope black romantic comedy, you know, just... It's beautiful. Gina on the fence just yelling, don't do it, Grace. What you, my size, my height, my weight? Doggy style. Doggy <laughs> style. That is my favorite. That's, okay, that's top favorite movie lines. It was so funny. She, I remember watching her, was it her being? Or behind, what was the um the Lifetime biography show they used to have? Okay. And she was saying she had just started dating Dwayne Martin at the time. And he oh, told yeah. her to say that. And she's like, that's not going to be funny. And then she said she said it, and everybody like, went yep. wild. Yep. I that, remember. I saw that. But, um, yeah, Boomerang, man. Intimate Stories, I think that's what it's called. But go ahead. Okay. And then number one for me is New Jack City. Um, Nino Brown, Wesley Snipes' Nino Brown is just, like, my favorite of all time. I love the storyline. To me, what gets me about New Jack City is the whole dichotomy of, like, Here's Nino Brown, this drug dealer who's clearly bad. But at the same time, he's so genius. You're rooting for him. It's like, 
And then, you know, and then they even played it up in the movie. You know, I'm not the reason I'm the drug dealer. The whole system is the reason I'm a drug dealer. And then, you know, how he was at the Italians, you know, he just shot him up on some like, you know, like, y'all not going to punk me. Like, this is my city. I got to watch it, like, on DVD. Because I honestly never saw it until, like, 2015. And then when I saw it, it was on, like, BET. So I got to see, like, oh, the real. Because, yeah, like, I watched He Got Game, but it was on some late night VH1 stuff. Then I watched, like, let me watch He Got Game on Netflix. And I was sitting, I'm just like, oh, what? Oh. It's, Spike, you made this? It's, I mean, there. Ray Allen, you sat there and did this? <laughs> but, yeah, uh. man, New Jack City, that is, like, my all-time favorite movie. Like, that's, I think I want to do, like, a a. I think my 27th to 28th birthday party will have some theme around New Jack City. So are you going to kill one of your light-skinned friends at the... If he is smoking crack. He was, yeah, he was smoking crack. Favorite line in New Jack City. Sit it's your $5 dollar butt down before I make change. <laughs> it's some good, some good things in there. Watching him have to kill Alan Payne, who was like probably one of the finest actors to me. Who aged all right? He didn't age bad. It was just hard to watch. Not Think about how cracked out Chris Rock looked in that. Listen, Chris Rock that came a long way even before then on I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Let me get two ribs for a dollar. Chris Rock then bought some new teeth and everything. Since he then. was the mailman. Like, Chris Rock, he was the mailman in Boomerang. He done came a long way. Y'all don't know Chris Rock been grinding. So that's my top five favorite movies. Okay. So next is top five albums. Albums. Okay. And I think this is going to be a little controversial. I'm not controversial. I mean, it's your business. Because nobody really cares what I think. Uh, I'm not a music uh, journalist. About. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of just, you know, to me, the things that are timeless that I will, like, I look forward to playing for my kids. Um, number five, coloring book. You know, like, I wasn't huge on the Chance Wave yeah. before Surf, the project he did with. Uh, Donnie Trumpet. Yeah, Donnie Trumpet. But once I heard that and, like, I went back and listened to some old stuff, I was like, oh, I'm on this chance to rap away. So when he dropped Coloring Book, I was hyped. And it, it, I don't know. It's just a dope album. It's just, like. It's beautiful. And I could play it and call my mom, which is good. Yeah. Because I'm like, mom, check out this new gospel-ish <laughs> rapper. And then when it gets to the mixtape, I'm like, ooh, ooh, skip, 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 We gonna get it pop. And then I'm, like, from the Chicagoland area. So, like, the song about juking. And the skating ring. It's like Chilock, Chicago land hey, area. I'm not even going to fall You don't even go here. All right. You ain't never been shot before. You right. You are absolutely. You know what? Yeah. Um. So, but, you know, like the, the whole like juking and the skating ring thing, like that reminded me of my childhood. So it was, you know, it was like. A, you just go to skate rinks and. See, like people used to go on the regular. Like I, I like slipped in and went like maybe once. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is dope. Like, I see why y'all are here all the time. But I, so like, one girl I knew, <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, yeah, you know, I lie to my mom all the time. I told her I'm going skating. It'd be the night that the skating rink was having a juke party, which is twerking, you know, just Chicago lingo. Um, and my mom was upstairs with her mom, and she was like, yeah, does Rodney ever go to the uh, skating parties uh, around here? She, my mom was like, nah, he ain't never asked. She was like, oh, well, maybe he don't know about him. Jillian will let him know, and, like, he should go. Oh, I dropped a name. Uh, <laughs> you show T, and I'm like, mm. That ain't her real name. That ain't her real name. What's your real name? But, uh, Not your joking to... name. <laughs> you gonna bleep the name out? Right. She listen. She grown now. Hell. I doubt she listen. Hmm? I doubt she listen. I know my mom was gonna listen. But anyway. We grown. Go ahead. Right. Uh, but, uh. 
Yeah, and so my mom's like, you want to go to skate park? I'm like, it's not what you think. Whatever, I don't know. Then you got that dry snitching? I was, she wasn't finna get me caught up. <laughs> Shame. But, uh, yeah, so coloring book. Number four, Take Care. Take Care came out. I crossed fall 11, so it came out, like, during that season. So it was just, like, Take Care was something, like, I would bump, like, as I was doing homework. And I think one of our greetings was on, uh, had a was from one of the songs on Take Care. So, like, it, it holds a very deep. I love Take Care. Like, I feel like I have a personal relationship with that album. Like, it's a friend of mine. Okay. I mean, it's not about me. But I'm just no, saying, like, no, Take I mean, Care came out the week before the classic, ninth grade. Listen to it. The in- not ninth grade. Freshman year. You know, the two terms are interchangeable. But, uh, so we rode down to Orlando, listened to it, and that's when the whole Robert Champion thing came out. So it was, like, yeah. a really emotional time in my life. Yeah that take care goes with but it was so like but it just emotional you know robert champion then just freshman year then yeah. like spring everybody was like heavy on take care and the spring came i remember when they dropped it like the first party that first friday of spring 12 and um hell yeah effing right came yeah. on and everybody in the club do you love it hmm. are you how like i was standing on the table i was pointing at people in the crowd like are you single i heard you at the it was so it was like literally like when that's when movies were like every weekend like you would just have a movie <laughs> every party was a movie it's a movie now it's like oh you get like a maybe a lifetime special right. <laughs> like bt movie or like netflix original like what type of movie uh but yeah like take care of, for most people it it like it brings up some something connection and i just remember uh like kind of like you said after we cross we had to stay an extra week because uh, we had like a, a convention we had mm-hmm. a district Georgia District Convention, so we had to stay an extra week. So what did we do? We went to, like, kickbacks every night. Like, people were hosting us at different kickbacks, and mm-hmm. so every kickback I went to was just playing it, and I just was like, this is the rock star life. I ain't got class right now. I'm partying <laughs> with my LBs, meeting beautiful women every night. This is the life. So that, that is... take care makes me feel like a rock star. Okay. And it's some dope song. Like, when people say Drake doesn't have a classic album, they must not listen to Take Care. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you because I agree. That's like, he can never make nothing better than Take Care. I, I you think know. something's better than Take Care? I think. So far gone? Well, that, I, that was I don't feel like that don't count. Like, it's. I don't know. Maybe because it was new. I don't know. I, I think people don't give Drake enough credit for what he's doing now. Like, he's really made it where, like, people are like, oh, I need an island song or, you know, like. It's like a thing now yeah and then well and also came with the rise of jadena who's trying to stick to his like african, african afro pop yeah so that kind of is a sound too so, and yeah. then kind of of course the african music comes i mean the jamaican music comes from african music yeah. so it's like all this because even on my way here because i'm i'm learning to i'm weaning myself on my gps so i came here okay. just drove okay. yeah and i uh, was listening to the radio so bambi came on jadena's bambi okay and then the Omarion song, yeah, you got Distance. Some Afro pop. So I'm like, okay, so I see where we going. Then, you know, Tory Lanez is doing his little thing. Yeah. So it's absolutely a thing. I feel like everybody, if you want something hot, you got to put that, that, that but I, reggae afro, whatever. I think Drake made that the move with his success. Yeah. I feel like, well, I'm, but I'm Rihanna. saying, like, when, but Drake been doing, like I said, he been IG and be Jamaican since, like, <laughs> um, what's the one with the stripper was tied up in the video? Find Your Love. Yeah, I mean the stripper was tied <laughs> up in the video. So no, Yo, like Drake makes the worst music videos, bro. <laughs> like he has a few good ones, but like you have, like a lot of his stuff is just like he came out the gate bad. Like 
Well, best I ever had was directed by Kanye. It's trash. Best I ever had when they were like playing basketball and it was just like, what are we doing? Right. It was like a roster and it's like that's when Drake. Everybody wanted Drake. Drake was like the it girl, and it was like, what is he gonna do? He got the video. He going to get signed. It was directed by Kanye, bro. I think I do remember that. It was like, who's he going to sign to? And then he like signed with Young Money. So it wasn't really like he signed because like you've been with Young Money. You thought you were going to go with Def Jam. Or... But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, his music videos are trash. He really obsessed me <laughs> with that. Um, okay, so take care. That's four. Uh, number three. This, this one, it was recent. It was a recent ad. Uh, mm-hmm. New edition Heartbreak. Any Heartbreak. <laughs> My roommate was like, "Like, did you like it before the movie came out?" I was like, "No," but I never listened to it before the movie. But came I, out. I appreciate people who, you know, admit that they on the bandwagon. I'm like, I mean, I know I didn't know it until then, but now this is my song. And when the movie came out, I said, "Let me go back and listen to this album." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, <laughs> this is a cut. Like, Ooh. right? <laughs> sorry, no. no, you know." All that. That's sorry that Johnny Gill hits. I just got to shake that man's hand one day. I got to meet him. I got to meet him. I, up close. The notes that you've hit, Johnny, just the notes, not even the songs, the notes have saved my life. Probably helped create your life. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> Put on that red dress. So, yeah. Um... So, yeah, man, New Edition Heartbreak. Like, if y'all haven't gone back and listened to it, like, please check that out. Next, um, Diary of a Mad Band, Jodeci. It's the second album. And it's really hard, but I, I, I honestly have to say, like, that's their best album. I never sat and listened to a Jodeci album, Mark, I'm not to you. You're, you're, you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice. Stay. And that's what Stay is on? <sighs> yeah, I believe so. But it was like, they had perfected their sound and freaking you. Is on there. It's is a man. It is a cut. I performed "Stay" last night at karaoke. I can't sing worth it. I think that's when I came in. and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no." Nah. <laughs> See, it's a party in here. A little, <laughs> a little late. Uh, <laughs> that is exactly when you came in. And the final one, I, I will dare say, this is our generation's thriller. Thriller. What? Confessions. Yes. Confessions is probably one of the best R&B albums ever made. Confessions, man. I was 12. I didn't even have, like, a real girlfriend at the time. But I just felt so bad for cheating on my girlfriend and getting another girl pregnant. And then what made it so intimate, that's when they had, that's when albums mattered. Instead of of you just throwing an album out and just getting people, that's when you needed to do promo, you needed to do TRL 106, you needed to do Access Granites, making the video, um... You had to do a lot of stuff, so you were like a part of it. You watched his making events. I remember him doing the access granted for the confessions video. Yep, with and the big mirror. With the big mirror, or doing shooting the scene with the one from um, Deliver from Evil, like doing the slide. Yep, man. And you were a part of it, like. And then it's like, especially with Chili, you watched. The, you know, you were there for eighty seven oh one. He or she was gone, and he just dropped hit after hit. And, like, even when we were playing it last night at the karaoke, I was just thinking of where I was. Like, we were doing, we were in fifth grade. And we had, in drama, I was in drama magnet in fifth grade. And we, what? You were in fifth grade in 04? Yes. What? I'm trying to figure out how. I was 12. I don't, whatever. I was like seven. You had just turned 12. 
Yeah, that makes sense because it came out in like April, forgetting. May. I'll be forgetting you. Skip. I'm a year behind, so I was nine. I was turning ten in the summer. But anyway, um, yeah, I was graduating elementary school, so I was already lit. You know, we seniors. And then for our fifth grade play, we were doing Annie, and we had to drive to the Can't play see, venue. Y'all were lit because y'all were fifth graders. You know that's like lit. Like I don't know how about your fifth grade, but like you're basically a senior. <laughs> like being eighth. Whenever it's your last year, you're lit. Cause I'm out, out this thing. I'm about to go to middle school. Like I'm gonna have like different teachers for every subject. Like right, finna you're go beneath kiss me. on girls. Got a locker. No money. This desk stuff. Like I'm not gonna be in uniform. So it's lit. And I was a safety patrol. You could not tell me nothing. <laughs> you was a snitch. No, I really wasn't. I did it because I knew they would have a field trip at the end of the year. <laughs> Perks. Had me a post in the morning by the kindergartners. So I, I would, like, befriend the kindergarten moms and stuff. Like, I was it as a safety patrol. Then it was so crazy. I lost my badge, my, um, Sash. yeah, my safety patrol thing at the end of the year. And I had to, like, pay, like, money for it. But I'm like, I've had it every day. I don't know. Somebody had to have stolen it because, like, this but they had funny. perks, though. This is funny. They had hella perks. But, yeah, we was on our way. It was on a bus. And you know they would play the radio on the bus and everybody would get lit. Like when they were playing music. And we was all playing let it we was all singing Let It Burn like let loud. It burn. Deep down you know it's when you stuck with you. I didn't buy the, the album video. until the deluxe ooh, version came out with the remixes. My boo. My boo. And then the confession song, not part one and part two, but it's confessions. I only know part one and part two. What's it go? How does it go? The confession song. It's expounding on the every time I was in the lane. But it oh, was like that's this, a remix with Kaye and Twister. I'm trying to think of how it goes. It's like a whole nother song, but it's Confessions. I can't remember it. It wasn't. It didn't have a rap verse on it, but it's called like Confessions. I think. I vaguely might remember that. And then that's when it had my boo on it. It had um, the remix throwback with Rico Love on it. No, with Cassidy. I didn't have that one. The yeah. one I had had a remix of Confessions Part Two. And like two other songs. You didn't have throwback on there with the Rico Love or whoever both. Not Rico Love. What? Throwback? It's driving me crazy. Cause I'm missing my baby. Man, Confessions is an album. Like if I'm on a road trip, I wait till everybody go to sleep and I just play that joint all the way through. And I'm just singing, killing it. Regretting getting another girl pregnant. Right. But I I haven't done it. But then I'm then after a while, because of course I'm I'm nine when it comes. I'm like, so where's Usher's baby if yeah, but it turns out he was telling Jermaine Dupree story. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it was like it now it came out in recent years. Like now nah, it was Jermaine Dupree story. We're like, what? what? Well, that is just a rip. I don't nobody want to imagine. I mean, Jermaine give you all this money, think you got a baby on the way, right. like trying to <laughs> contribute to diapers, and you ain't even got no baby for real. Hey, so. I loved how they have repurposed uh, uh, that first part of the Confessions video. Stop playing. I'm away. For real. In the studio. <laughs> Ah, oh, and you know, and this is like just different scenario. Like your girl, a hoe. Like, stop playing, for real. How you know? No, I know. put that on everything. <laughs> that was the funny part. Put that on everything. So, like, yeah, confessions, man. I'm gonna go listen to it after this. I'll keep my list on the way home. All right, but okay. they don't make albums anymore. Like, I just feel like albums aren't just made, like, just put on. I was, every time a, a Day 26 song comes on, that was an album. Their first album. Have you listened to Trey Song's new album? I did. And, um, I love Trey. And I was listening. I, I tweeted about this. I'm just like, love him to death. I'm like, it's, it's getting old at this point. It's only so many different ways you can talk about the female genitalia and what you would like to do with it. To me, his last album, Trigger, had more of a storyline or a Trigger theme. Trigger was amazing, and I feel like he abandoned it 
to promote slow motion, which was just okay. Like, slow. I feel like he could have done a lot more with the songs he already had on Trigger. Yeah. Slow-mo. But I felt like he tried to do the same thing that he did. I felt like he had some, he had some a good, solid starting place. He worked with Rico Love, who helped with Confessions. Mm-hmm. But, with FAMU. Oh, okay. But, um... They didn't tell the story as well. It was, yeah, I don't it know. wasn't as, and then it was. I felt like one long song was playing. I just really, and well, I love Trey songs because he stayed me, true to R and B, but at the same time he stayed true to sex and I'm a hoe and I'm cheating and you cheating and we cheating together. But I'm just like Trey. He, the way he was promoting, he made it sound like he was really going to talk about how. No, and he was like, "This is my most intimate album ever." I'm like, "Yes, Trey gonna give us some feelings, a ballad." Right, how, how you love this girl, but you love you. Something you know, and I'm still a hoe, and I want these said, hoes. And but there was one lyric on there, like, like mama, you know, my mama asking me when I'm gonna give her some grandbabies. Yeah, it was like, all right, that's real. But that was like the only substancy. I feel like Trigger was better. Trigger and they're was. ready, and I feel like my favorite project of his just might be Anticipation. I'm like, really? how did none of this stuff make the album? I, I feel like it may have been too nasty. I feel like the, the label was like, look, it's too nasty. Just put on a mixtape. We gonna give the mildly nasty stuff for the album. Yeah. And then just the promo. Three the P's was good. Too. Album. Yeah, Passion, Pain, and Pleasure. Why you call, Who calls it Three P's? That's like a thing? Yeah. It's a mouthful, though. I, I get it. And that was cute, but it just wasn't It wasn't ready. And then Trigger was like, okay, I'm effing with it. Because I bought it. I actually bought the physical. I think that was the last physical CD I bought. That's when I was just like killing time at the mall. So I'm like, let me go and buy a trade album like physically instead of going and doing it on my phone. And I sat and listened to it that whole summer 14, like when I would be at work, and mm. I fell in love. Just ready to be a savage when you get back. Alright. Next. Top five, top five, top five. Top five stand-up comedians. Top five stand-up comedians. I consider myself a stand-up comedian connoisseur. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up on BET, Comic View. Loved Comic Remember Comic View? Dog, Comic View. Like, people, like, and they could never recreate. They tried, and they tried, and they Kevin tried. Kevin Hart was the host at one point. And it just never. I, that formula, it just couldn't. After, after I think after they left Atlanta with Ricky Smiley, it just, they should have, it just, I don't know if they couldn't find good black comedians. I used to <coughs> love Comic View. Like, I just sat here and thought about, like, I was watching my mom's room. We all watched it together. Yeah. Every night at 10, Comic View mm-hmm. on BET. Coming to you six nights a week. Get your laugh on. Get your laugh on. Get your laugh on, get your laugh on baby. Uh, Mr. Red, who played his uncle, mm-hmm. he passed. Yeah. Uh, but Ricky Smiley, I feel like Ricky Smiley in Atlanta was, like, their best. Aunt Laura. Cedric the Entertainer was the host at one point. Bruce Bruce. Uh, Bruce Bruce, he I like there. Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce, he has he has some good stuff, but sometimes it's like I love right. Lavelle Crawford was on there. Lavelle Crawford is Little hilarious. Duval guy started on there. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 yeah, you is my girlfriend. That's when he was still um, Roland Powell, whatever. His, yeah, Roland Powell, which is so crazy. He has such a pristine name. Everybody was on there. Like everybody was like, I feel like Kevin Hart didn't. Even, was he ever on? Cause I feel like he, he just, went on the good part when it was good. He probably got towards the back end. Yeah, like I said, he was a host at one point. But like, that wasn't like comic view comic. You wasn't on Ricky Smiley's comic. View. No, no, no. I think that was like because like Deion Cole used to be on there. Deion Cole is who was hilarious. He had he, some good he stuff would on do there. The, he would do the. I got some jokes for y'all. Um, if they work, I'll you know. But if they don't, I, I'll throw them out. And he would go through. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, huh? yeah, okay, yeah. I'm right. I remember that. Um, um Michael Blackson. Yep, yeah, Michael Blackson. 
But um, just growing up, I, I I think we came up at a time when black stand up had really skyrocketed thanks to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. You know, like people Kings of comedy. Yeah, Kings of comedy. People realized it was profitable, mm-hmm. and so you start seeing a lot more. But then it became oversaturated with poor talent. Yeah. But I consider myself. And now just Kevin Hart has really just took over. He's been I. I will go see if Kevin Hart is playing Lil Bo Peep. I'm about to go see it because I love me some Kevin Hart. You crap me up, but I feel like it's not the same. I feel like he's changed it negatively now because he got it. it. It's too big. Like if you watched the Pell special, he was like, "I went to sign this nigga Kevin Hart." <laughs> like my kid was like, "Oh my god, Kevin!" <laughs> he gave him a jersey with his last name on it. <laughs> like where is when your dad pissed you off? <laughs> and it's like, damn, but it's like. Nick Cannon. He just changed it so much. He did. A, he sold out a football stadium twice. Madison Square Garden. He did, like he does stadium tours. Stadium. I tours. saw him. I I what I'm forever thankful for. I saw him live. It's coming to Netflix uh, this year, this month. So Kevin Hart's new thing is coming straight to Netflix. No, not straight to, but the one he previously. Oh did, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, like what's ne- like what now? What what now? Or? I think it's what now. It's okay. what now. Yeah, what now is coming to Netflix this month. But I feel like he's not even, his stand-up isn't even as funny as he used to be. Really? I cried when I saw this one. You cried? I cried. What joke? Really? Now that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I remember when Kevin Hart, because I've been a Kevin Hart fan, because I enjoyed Soul Plane. Like, I love trash movies. All the bad movies. That's you. I love them. Soul Plane, my dad had a bootleg. <laughs> who didn't have, who had the legal copy? That's what I wanted to know. Who Soul Plane? Really? Right. But it was like a two disc. <laughs> I'll never forget. It was a two disc bootleg. <laughs> My dad used to be at the flea market all the time. <laughs> and like the bootleg people laughed at him. But I love Soul Plane. I loved him in Scary Movie. Like, how you, you can't sleep. Well, you can't go to bed dead and wake up alive. <laughs> My <laughs> sneak used to have rats. <laughs> My inside, right? Rats outside. Like, I loved him in that. So when I saw him blowing up, I'm like, oh, Kevin Hart, Kevin, what's up? On the bus. When Seriously Funny came out, I was like, oh, this guy oh, got to be funny. big. Yeah, that nah, that, that was, changed. Seriously again. Funny in the Shaquille O'Neal thing, that was the game Oh, changing. yeah, yeah, the um, All-Star Comedy. Yep. Which, All-Star Comedy was big, too. Which is crazy that Shaquille O'Neal had a, like... A legit comedy show. Like, he was the name, like, he was the place, like, that's, like, Kevin, he, Kevin Hart owes Shaq some, some bread. Yeah. Basketball players, period, because he had LeBron, too. Yeah. LeBron put him on. Yeah. Uh, who's, I know... D-Ray Davis. I'm about to say, I feel like D-Ray still ain't... D-Ray been out for a long... D-Ray was on Barbershop. One. D-Ray was... He part of that comic view group that was like, oh, he's talented. Yeah, and D-Ray still ain't really get past, like, the C-list. I, I feel, feel like he, he... He's on the come up now. He on MTV too a lot. He got... But that's... He Lil on, on MTV too. Well, he on VH1 too with Hip Hop Squares. So I'm saying like Lil Duval and D-Ray been out since we were kids. And well, they still... it's funny because I heard D-Ray, he did an interview. He was like, he'll look at some, I forget who, him him and whoever else was on that Shaquille O'Neal thing was like, yo, what didn't we do that Kevin Hart did? Because <laughs> he getting to the money like we ain't. They still, you know, regular. Like, But D-Ray is so funny. I watched one of his specials. What, 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 what's the? It must have been on Netflix. It was. He's talking about point. the ugly friend. Like, oh yeah. I ain't going out. <laughs> I ain't cute. Girl, you look fine. Come like another person, Benji Brown. Benji Brown been funny since we were kids, man. Kiki. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know he from like the crib, so we all you know been l- listening to I Benji he, Brown. I thought he was making some YouTube stuff at one point. He was doing YouTube. He was with um him and Lil Duval was doing stuff. 
Um, he's actually engaged with my classmates. It's so crazy how life worked out. That's right. <laughs> right. Because we went, um, went to school together. But Benji Brown's like OG, funny. He used to be on um, the radio show uh, with Big Lip Bandit and Super Cindy in Miami. Like, Kiki is like a staple in right. Miami funny. You did. You is dead. We is at your funeral. I don't care about He's done homecomings like years straight at FAMU. He just hasn't. But I just wish, like, you know. Everybody, because I feel like they're just as funny, if not funnier. But Kevin Hart just, I feel like Ke- just looking at Kevin Hart is going to make you laugh. <laughs> like, the he things that like he a does. Gen- a genuine, like he but he played like his he- cards right, because Cat that could have been Cat. Cat could be in Jumanji, but Cat couldn't leave that. I don't know that. if that could ever been Cat Williams. But I'm saying, because of his jokes and his marketability. You're right. Because you can't sit and talk, talk about F. Michael Jackson for 10 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> in Prosper. You can't be talking about how you out here smoking weed, eating your baby's Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm saying, but, like, the marketability is what, like, I'm just saying, because Cat Williams, like, 06? Oh six to like oh nine ten. Yeah. When the the last one, the last real 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 funny one came out before his the like one, rap got real real short. The one um in DC. In DC. Yep. Because I owned that one. That's Polo Tink Tink. No. Yep. Yeah, it was Polo yep. Tink Tink. Because the second one about, was the tour. He was talking about how can we date a president for a while? Right. Like maybe we need to be single. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was so funny. But Kevin Hart's. I don't know if y'all seen. He's about to come out with like a Netflix style. Thing mm-hmm. called Laugh Out Loud Network. Mm, I think I did hear about that. And he's he he's been working with a bunch of underground comedians like cats like Carlos Miller and a bunch of other cats um, to do thirty minute specials that are going to go on there. He worked with Dormtainment. He worked with. Uh, and that's the pilot they've been working on. Yeah. Oh, I working. thought it was something skitty. It's not skitty. I think maybe for the Laugh Out Loud Network it is, mm-hmm. but then they also did one for YouTube Red, mm. which they're trying to become like a Netflix. So. Carlos Miller is hilarious. Bro. He came to homecoming because for some reason, I guess OSA thought it was appropriate to hire Rodney Perry to do our comedy show. And he was awful. But before Rodney Perry was Carlos Miller and everybody was like laid out. Crying. Crying, laughing. Before it was like Coco Brown, like auntie-ish. Yeah, I know you're talking about. And she was like choosing on the cues. It was really funny. And then like they ended with Rodney Perry and they booed him. Because, you know, Rodney Perry is respected. He's like a pretty, you know, established, you know, chitlin circuit comedian. But... (laughs) They booed that man. I'm like, oh, I'm so ashamed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did not just boo Rodney Perry. Like, this man was on the Monique show. Don't do that. He Boot was him. her sidekick. Womp, womp, phones. Womp, womp. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but, sorry, I'm going <coughs> to spill about stand-up comedians. So, I feel like this is a list that needs to be respected. We haven't even gotten to your list yet. Right. Just gonna just Number out. six, honorable mention, Sinbad. I wish I could watch some Sinbad. Where's it on YouTube? YouTube. I miss Sinbad. He's like that uncle. Sinbad. He actually had a stand up in 2010. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. What I love about Sinbad, and he don't get enough credit, is he he was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart in terms of he like what he he really should have been what Kevin Hart is. He it's, almost was though. He was on the white kid movies, like the first kid very and stuff. True. Uh, and maybe so, it may, but he messed up when he left the different world a little. You know, <laughs> but, but that was before all of that. True, but. Sinbad always made family-friendly stand-up specials. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever watched stand-up with your parents, it always is that awkward part where they, they talk about sex. sex. Right. Because when I put a thumb in the butt, right. you can't laugh. And like, I said, suck my dick. And then it was like, <laughs> Mama, I don't even know what the dick is. So and I don't, it's just. I don't, what is it? Like, you ever just left some of your mom just. Yeah, you know. Like, I went and saw, my, I was like eighth grade, but still, still awkward. You know, public school, you just know everything. 
I went and saw Knocked Up with my mom. Oh. And I'm cracking up. She just like, why, you not, why is it so funny? I don't know. So, like, yeah, Sinbad, like, in his family, funny comedy. And it's funny. It's legit funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think he's hilarious. Number five, Cedric the Entertainer. Got to. Um, I mean, his kings of comedy. I, his kings Iconic. Of, I can go watch that. I saw lot. him in October. Me and my sister went. I crying. Saw, we saw that on, my family watched that on Netflix. Hilarious. It was so funny. We, my sister, she got, it was Charlie Murphy, him. Dio Hughley was actually very funny because okay. I I usually hate Dio Hughley because he well, he's Cause probably he getting talking smarter. about to some people I'm just like uh, I don't want to hear this right. like I've never really cared for Dio Hughley I like his show it's a blur to me <laughs> the son is like convicted for murder he turned out to be like a thug <laughs> he did look him up the jokes weren't paying no money um Bernie Mac number four got to Bernie Mac you know I, I wish we got. I would have gotten to see more of him, but his stand-up in Kings of Comedy alone. Um, I love his show, too. Like, I go <sighs> back, and I cry laughing at his show now. Yeah, so when he used to come on, like, the morning, when I was getting ready for work and yeah. stuff, cracking up. Dave Chappelle, number three. Like, st- I'm talking stand-up. So I watched his two specials. I thought they were funny. I watched the first. I haven't watched the second one yet. Um, and then, but his previous two that he recorded way back when? For this word. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, number two, the goat Eddie Murphy, and the crazy thing about Eddie Murphy is he only like had two, two specials, mm-hmm. but they are iconic, hilarious. Some like, of the best. And then when they were talking about Dave Chappelle, talking about trans jokes, people were like, "You would have died at Delirious." Oh yeah. <laughs> what? That's probably like they don't even need to bring that up because they're like because then Eddie Murphy's canceled. Right. He's canceled. Problematic is like is it was just real. Like that's just what people were saying. And then I think, I think people got to respect this. I don't know if he get enough respect from the people as he should. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. When he, the stuff he said about Clear Hill. When you talk about. They spin a nigga, they spin a <laughs> They spin a nigga, they spin Like, if I get to watch, catch a Chris Rock stand-up, I'm so excited. I love his stand-up. Like, the, the amount of specials he's done, mm-hmm. the classic stuff he's given us, blacks versus niggas, <laughs> you know. The red octagon <laughs> right there. <laughs> Feet Mind you, I watched his stuff it. as a child, and I'm still regurgitating jokes. I haven't watched his stuff in years because it's never on. It's Talking not on about gun, it's probably on, Comedy Central is like the only place you'll catch it. The most. Right, and it's always like at four o'clock in the oh, morning. Yeah. Uh, he talking about gun control. We need to have bullet control. <laughs> Bullets need to be five thousand dollars. <laughs> that way, you know somebody gets shot. They had it coming. Uh, so Chris Rock, yeah, I think just hilarious man, and he talks about the world. Like he talks about politics. You talk about good stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's why he gets hired for the Oscars. Like, that's how you know you made it. I don't know. You know. The Oscars? I mean, yes, by their standards, but, you know, by, like, we got to embrace our own. But I'm saying, I mean, okay. But that's still big. Okay. Thank so. The Oscars ain't big. That's my top five comedians. Okay. So, top five quotes. Um, so. I'm actually going to take one off. And I'll replace it. Mm-hmm. So number five. You would have never known if you just did it. Very true. Love your people, man. I, you know, that is, I don't think we as a people love ourselves enough. We don't believe in ourselves enough. Um, she don't love herself. And I just really, and I, when I say our, our people, I mean black people. Like, I'm at the point where I'm starting to look for housing. I'm starting to look to buy a house. And there's areas of, you know, Atlanta I'm, like, looking into. And it's like, I can buy over here, but I'd be the only black person here. 
I can buy over here and they're going to gentrify and I'm going to, you know, eventually be like one of the few black people here. Or it's like by where I currently live, there's some very nice houses Mm -hmm. that are affordable, way more affordable. But it's like, I don't know if they'll um, appreciate the same as houses in, in white neighborhoods. And it's like, I'm conflicted because it's like there's money and, and things I have to think about financially. And then there's just a what is best for my being and just my peace of mind of I don't I won't have neighbors that may call the cops on me. <laughs> you know, or that or this idea of, you know, maybe with this neighborhood I have a better opportunity of making a community here. When you your know. son getting shot in the street. Right. You know, I have, the store. Right. I'm I have more more like there's more of a chance that my children will find friends that they can relate with and you know, feel safe in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so or just not leave the house. So you not know your neighbors. Right. You know, so it's, it's so, but yeah, like in, it's messed up cause there's money tied to that, but it's a black thing too. Um, each one teach one, which is uh, this big, you know, sweater you all school precious one too. see me having. Um, it's just something like I've learned thanks to my tr- old track coach, uh, Walter, um, coach Wilbur Walter, <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know, he was just really big about talking to us. He he was 89 at the time. He's still alive, but I'm saying at the time I was in the program, he was like 89. Sheesh. And was just really big on talking to us and giving us wisdom. And I think it's so important that we talk to our elders or we talk to people older than us and just connect. Because it's so crazy, like, you know, I don't know if y'all saw, like, between February and March, we I was really big on the kick of banking black and black entrepreneurship and really mm-hmm. just empowering our people. And in trying to put together those episodes, I met so many people that were on that were on the, on the same, on the same. Like, wow, where I thought I was going to have to start this movement alone, people are already there. And I can really just kind of join in and help. Um, but, you know, it's like you got to talk. You got you to gotta be willing to pass on the knowledge. That's why I love podcasting. Mm-hmm. When we drop words of wisdom, like, they'll live on forever. We be trying, man. Yeah. Catch them things, man. Um. Number three, be intentional. Be intentional in life, man. Like, you'll mess around if you don't have a plan. Never change. You took everything I learned. What song is that? Intentional. By who? Travis Green? Am I lying? I don't know. You know that song? Mm. Someone doesn't. Oh. Not for me. I'll be listening to 102.5. I don't listen to regular radio, so. That's gospel. I know. I don't listen. I know what Chandler is. Oh, okay. She's trying to out-Christian me, y'all. But I'm more. I don't like Kirk Franklin's serious station, though. I feel like they just like the the bottom of the barrel of Chris. Yeah. XM. Look at this bougie one. It came free with my car for Mm -hmm. me. I'm sure I paid for it, but. Right. Hey, you better cancel it soon before they charge you. I kind of like it. I might pay for it. Yeah. I'm, I only play for the student um, Apple Music, so I can pay for it. Mm, big money, big money. But um, be okay. intentional, yeah. Like, just you know, it's been so many days where it's like, all right, I know I got to get like two things done today, but I don't set aside a schedule. I don't make time to do it. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I just sat on social media all day and um, I forgot to do stuff. <laughs> Me. Um, and just be intentional. Be careful what you take in. That's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually. You know mm-hmm. it. it I had to cut out stuff like, for me personally, I had to cut out stuff like Scandal, um, How to Get Away with Murder. I'm not going to lie. Like, 
I cut out. I'm not. And, and, well, I cut out Black Ink and Love and Hip Hop at one point. It suckered me back in. <laughs> I hate it, Doc. I love Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and I love Black Ink Crew. <laughs> Why? Do, and men are so entertained by like Sean legit sitting in front of the TV on a Monday at eight o'clock. Like, oh, I'm watching. I'm like, I don't even watch Love and Hip Hop. I'm like, man, it's so funny. I'm like. I don't is know it? what it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's a spirit on that show. It is. Cause it, for, you know, and I'm going to be honest, man. Cause you like, get a sick satisfaction from the trash on the show, though. What, part of the reason like I had to stop, I stopped watching it, and I need to stop watching it some more, is <laughs> them girls just breast be out. Like, this is the up and <laughs> That's really. They just, every, every interview shot is just. Especially Jocelyn. <laughs> just. I'm sorry, I'm, you, they almost choking themselves, like, uh, the bracelet. No, because right. she has me messed up, and, like, I'm trying, I'm going right. to the event, you know, I'm not worried about everybody, everybody just gets a New York accent and just starts talking with their hands, like, right. no matter which love and hip-hop it is. And then, you know, Tommy out of nowhere, going everywhere, half-naked, fighting, just like... <laughs> Carly Rae is 100 in everybody business. Right, and you just gotta... Cool, cool. It's like, you just gotta, like... Take a step back, and then Black Ink Crew—they ain't no better. They having strippers in the shop every week, and so I feel bad because I I do enjoy it, but I know I need to not watch it. You're sick. Pray for me, y'all, Saints. Um, number two, it will get better. You know, mm. um, as I as I think Melanie and I told you on our struggle bus episode, <laughs> you know, episode we was. are no str- strangers to struggle and difficulty. And, um, if anything, those things have taught us is you have to, if you, you know, if you have the strength to endure, um, it's things will get better, you know? And I think that's one thing that Greekdom taught, you know, tries to teach, um, mm-hmm. in some aspects. And, um, that's what, cause that's what life is. Honestly, if you can endure some things, you know, it'll get better, but you got to have the faith and you got to have that mindset. And then finally, um, discipline, discipline, man, is the key to everything. That's right. not that's not something I've been told. That's just something like I've learned. Like the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, I, I don't know if I told y'all. Like at one point, I was like, you know, like I, I went on a weightlifting journey where my goal was to get to one sixty, and um, and I was one forty at the time. Wow, you really tiny. Yeah. And um, by being consistent in the gym and consistent with my diet, I achieved that goal, and I was, like, really happy with my body. And so I need to get back there. I've been, like, eating a lot so of fast like food. 150 now? 160. Mm. I probably want to get down to, like, 155 at the lightest, but I kind of want to bulk up some more. But, I, I like, I want to lose the stomach first. Um. So, yeah, man, just. It should ju- be 140. Yeah. It's just crazy what discipline can get you. And it's just like the. I need to get disciplined with the gym. Yeah, like, I need help though. I can't do it by myself. Like literally, I I want to be able to lift weights and do the squats, but I cannot do that by myself. Okay, so here's what the thing is with discipline, or like in achieving some goal, it takes discipline. But what help breeds discipline is accountability. Mm-hmm. But that's a problem that we as a generation and just a lot of people have. We don't want to be accountable to anyone, mm-hmm. which is why you see relationships and marriages fail because you're accountable to someone. She wants to admit. Right. Well, no, you just, as a man, too, like... I'm, you, that was a question. Well, it might be, you may call it submission, but you don't want anyone to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. So you just, hey, I'm done with this relationship. I'm tired of having to be, consider someone else. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's how discipline, that's how you get in, you know, like, that's what helps with discipline. Mm-hmm. If, you know, Melanie, if you, like, uh, if you have a gym partner, mm-hmm. and it's a day you don't want to go, but they're like, we going. 
you're like, uh, like you're accountable to someone. So now it's like, all right, I'm you know, that's how I felt today because <laughs> I had cramps. Right. You like, oh well, yeah. Recording today, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, Melanie, actually, it's better if we record today. So uh. she's like, uh. So, but that's what it takes, and and you know, there's, you know, my roommates and I, we we all have like, um, body goals that we want to achieve, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend is as well, and I'm like. And I told my girl, I was like, all right, babe, we're going to start this fast at the same time. She's like, oh, my God, thanks. I, I just need someone to do it with me to help me stay encouraged. I was like, I got you. Yeah, you need a friend in the fire. Yeah, and I just feel like there's like no reason we shouldn't all just come together and be like, these are our goals. Everybody get up. At, like, my roommates and I can go to the gym together because we live together. Mm-hmm. It's up the street. So You're like riding one car together? Uh, we have before. Uh, really, it was just JD and I. Pause. Why? That's good. Riding the car together? Yeah. I was joking. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was really confused. Like, no, nah, I just see somebody on Twitter being like, "Y'all go ride, to the gym together? That's y'all ride good. the same sedan together to You're go right. to the gym? Y'all niggas get bro. I don't sit on nobody's lap. It's, it's a five seat. There's three of us. Like, I was confused. <laughs> you was literally looking like looking for an answer. In my eyes, like, right. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I don't I'm not follow. <laughs> but uh, no, JD and I, uh, and I just called him out because we were really consistent in going together. Like, we would get up at five. And there were plenty mornings I'd be like, if JD don't text me by five oh five, it's a wrap. <laughs> he shit me at five oh four. We going? Yeah. All right. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Ooh, it's waking up. Waking up is like not. Like my mom had me go to a women's conference this weekend in church. It was good. It really blessed me. And then I kind of backslid, but I ended up in the club that night. But it wasn't like <laughs> I just <laughs> it was just about season opportunities. But anyway. I had to wake up at seven thirty yesterday. Was well, not happy sure. about it. Yeah, because it was at nine, and you know, take me a minute to get ready. And then they was all they was calling me cute on Friday, so I was like, I gotta, you know, I can't not be cute. Can't so I gotta be not caring about the Lord today. So I gotta be cute on Saturday too. And then I had the longest day. I'm on my way home. Like, I'm about to go take a nap. Then my phone ring. Like, bitch, get dressed. Had to get dressed. Mm. Had to bring a change of clothes. Lord have mercy. All right, it's had a long day. I ain't get to bed though. Five something. So I was up for twenty two hours straight. Dang. Yesterday. Moving and shaking. So I am exhausted still. But yeah, you gotta be disciplined. Um I've just realized I just need to go ahead and hit up Dr. Miami to get the body that I want. And I don't just I don't wanna hear nothing when I, you know. Come back. Pop up on the T L looking like No, what you gotta bye-bye. do is you gotta come back. Oh, I was gonna say you could just lie and then say like, here's Melanie's new workout plan. <laughs> Notice anything different about my hair? And then it's like me in the bathing suit. But like. <laughs> what waist? No, I feel bad because yesterday I catfished on my picture. It was really the angle. But everybody's commenting, what waist? Yes, yeah, I was like. like waist jeans. I was like standing at a 45 degree angle. So <laughs> but you got to know your ankle. Okay. So lastly, to wrap this right yeah, on up. This is the benediction we, we have. Um, so make it quick. We don't need a paragraph after everything. Yeah. So five goals that you want to achieve at 25. Okay. Boom, uh, go. Well, just for the future, mm-hmm. not for 25. Because oh, so, I want to get married. Mm-hmm. And some say that's not an accomplishment. Um, and to a degree, I, I guess I can see that. Because they ain't got no man. Well, no, no, no. To get married is not an accomplishment. Staying married is the accomplishment. So, um, but I, I've, I've said several times, I, I value marriage. I think very, marriage is very important in today's society. And we don't. Um, do that enough. Grow the podcast. And that just takes being disciplined, like go seeking resources, connecting with people, networking. Like I really love being in my house. And with eighty five South gone, I have even less of a reason to go out uh near the city. 
because traffic is going to be trash everywhere. But I really think Melanie and I are onto something special here. We got something. Can I can I speak on something? I have a, yeah, some it's weighing on my heart. Are you confronting me about something? Not you. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm about to say these questions have been so for when, months. <laughs> when, when I say we're on to something, Loudspeaker Network. If you're not familiar, they're like the biggest podcast network that targets our minority demographic. They recently launched a podcast called Getting Grown. And I almost feel like Melanie has said that title on a podcast episode. I went back and listened to a few trying to find out where she said it. She said something similar, but it wasn't that exact. I think I remember how I said, like, getting grown. Right, I, right. I, yeah. Yep, getting grown. And it's by it's two women talking about how they Adjust become, to adulthood. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's hmm. our exact premise. It's a premise that is our formula. It's they like, just don't have a guy. Right, right. You sub me out for. I'm, a, I'm a, scrolling and see Kid Fury posting it. I'm just like, hmm. I was sick when I saw it. When Melanie sent it to me, I was like. Because now we can't even get our opportunity on Loudspeaker Network because they already got got darn grown thing. But of know. all words, grown, you could say adult, yeah. adding to adulthood or something. You got to say getting grown. Now you got to use our word. And so you know, but to me that was confirmation that we have something that you know maybe God has uh, bigger opportunities in store for us later. Um. Buying a house, like I said, I'm in the process. I want to buy a house by next in sometime next year. Um, I think home ownership is important. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, what's crazy is like a lot of people in our generation are buying houses single, but like our parents did it, do it married. before they were married, mm-hmm. and they had that benefit of two incomes. So like we gotta. Um, and I probably won't buy a house till I'm married because like, well, I'm a female, so yeah, but a woman. But women, I don't know. So, yeah, so that's what, one thing. What problematic thing were you about to say, Ronnie? No, I was going to say, it's not problematic. We'll forget you. Um, I think women, I think, I don't know, we as men think that by having a house, we make a woman feel more secure. You act like, girl, you got a house. Right, like. And a job. Child, marry him. Right. So, you're right. I get it. So, um, paying off my debts, you know, like uh, the buy. I was funny, we was having this conversation in a barbershop. Uh, the. You are a slave to the debtor, to the lender. The debtor is a slave to the lender, you know, like when you have debt. And so, like, you know, it's just like getting rid of that stuff, like mm-hmm. credit cards, student loans. It's like it would just free up more resources for other things in life. And then my biggest goal is bring one of my business ideas to fruition. And so I actually know which business idea I want to tackle first. And I think it's the most practical. Um, Don't but, say it on here. No, no, no. I'm not. Listen. No, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, Cause I see it six months later on on <laughs> Instagram uh, <laughs> feed as a sponsored ad. Like what? <laughs> um, but you know, twenty five is the year of action, man. It's like time to put the pedal to the metal and make it happen. Um, no, it's a clapboard. But action, I get you. But uh, you know, and just stop wasting time. Like, oh, you know, maybe one day because that's then you'll then you'll always be at your job. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That was, you know, my birthday episode. Longer than we thought, but... Way longer, because you got a long night. But, you know, it's lit. Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. So, y'all be blessed. And I hope, you know, we made y'all laugh or something. And think of y'all top fives. Yeah. Maybe we'll ask that. Maybe that'll be this week's questions, like, the top five to these. And that's, boom, we knocked out five questions right there. So yeah. Top five, top five, top five. All right. Bye, you guys. <laughs>